This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good evening, Bucknutters. Welcome to What We Learned Live following Ohio State's 77-21 win over Toledo. You know, just the second most total yards in Ohio State history on offense. What a game by the Buckeyes. You know, Toledo hung in there early, and then Ohio State, I mean, what a clinic on offense. I just, so many notes here. You know, we got a lot of things to get into. There's a lot of things we learned. This is a good Toledo team. Their, their quarterback is good. They might win the MAC. Phil Steele has them picked to win the MAC, and the Buckeyes beat them seventy-seven to twenty-one. Um, let's start with it was good, you know, right off the top. I'm going to go chronological chronological order here. Jackson Smith and Jigba, Julian Fleming playing that was awesome. Um, spot duty for both of them. Great to see Julian Fleming get a touchdown. Great hands on that. So many great hands tonight. Um, so good to see them playing, and you know that means they should be full go for Wisconsin. Um, not just playing spot duty, but playing the full game if they need to next week. Um, and a surprise because they were not listed on the status report. Uh, Tanner McAllister and Josh Proctor were out because of injuries tonight. Um, I thought Cam Martinez played really well in place of, of uh, McAllister. And Lathan Ransom, of course, in, in place of Proctor played well. I still think probably Court Williams is banged up, which is why we're not seeing him yet. But um, how about Cade Stover? This is the one year I think we all kind of joke, okay, well, of course, this is not going to be the year an Ohio State tight end ever gets over 30 receptions in a year. And here's Cade Stover, uh, not just on pace for over 30 receptions, but looking great out there. He looks like a beast, a couple of long receptions. So we learned that Cade Stover's a stud. We didn't already know that. Um, we learned Travion Henderson got hurt, but it doesn't look serious. We'll find out. The postgame press conference has not even started. We'll have – Steve Hellwagon and Patrick Murphy on uh, later. They're going to come on right after the press conference. Um, didn't look serious. Obviously, Travion went to the locker room and, you know, got taped up, came back out, looked like he was in good spirits. If it was serious, I don't think he would have came back out. I don't think he would have walked off on his own power, looked like he maybe twisted an ankle. Um, if you're wondering about Mayan Williams, I think what they did there was, listen, like, you know, Evan Pryor's already out for the year. Now Travion's banged up. Mayan's healthy. Let's just keep him out. And then how about Dallin Hayden coming in? So I think Mayan Williams, if, if you're wondering, why didn't they have Mayan Williams in there anymore? Probably because they just were trying to be cautious there. Um, so, and Mayan Williams looked great, didn't he? Mayan Williams looked great. And then after 10 carries, about 77 yards, um, they got him out of there. And how about Dallin Hayden, his coming out party? Nobody expected anything out of him this year. Red shirt guy, right? Afterthought, fourth string running back. Who's this guy? Four star, but kind of a low four star. I tell you what, 
last two years in Memphis against good high school competition, he tore it up both of his junior and senior seasons. So great to see Dallin Hayden and walk on TC Caffey coming in there. How about that touchdown run? So great to see that. So hopefully Travion Henderson's okay. Um, we learned that Marvin Harrison Jr. catches everything. Oh, we already knew that? Okay. We continue to learn that. We continue to learn that Marvin Harrison Jr. catches everything. Um, we continue to learn that C.J. Stroud is as accurate as you could possibly be as a quarterback. And by the way, how about him? A couple of times. One time a scramble and one time a called quarterback run. I love it. That's all I want to see is I want to see that once or twice a game, which is exactly what we saw. Um, how about that? I'm just going to retweet the show in case you guys are wondering what I'm doing right now. I just want to retweet this show um, so people can watch it live if they want to. In addition to you fine folks, we will take uh, questions later after we get through some of the things that uh, we learned here, here on the play, play sheet. Um, listen, I know the defense, you know, I, first of all, I give Finn a lot of credit. If you're just tuning in, I give their quarterback, Toledo's quarterback, a lot of credit. He was good. So, you know, the defense comes out there and they give up a touchdown right away. And you're thinking, uh-oh, come on. We're all Jim Knowles stands and this is what you're doing. Like, come on. We, we love Jim Knowles and this is what's happening. And then what do they do? Next two series, three and out, three and out. Love the way this defense is. They're going to give up some big plays. They're going to give up some scores. Jim Knowles has said, listen, if we can keep it to five big plays or less, we're going to be fine because we're going to get tackles for loss. We're going to get sacks. And they got turnovers finally. Two turnovers tonight. Um, C.J. Stroud, so accurate with the football. Um, can't talk enough about Cade Stover. Um, I didn't see it coming. He looks like maybe the best tight end that we've seen at Ohio State in a long time. I don't say that lightly. Jeremy Ruckert was a third-round pick. Luke Farrell was a fifth-round pick. Uh, Nick Vanette was a third-round pick. Uh, Jeff Hireman was a third-round pick. We've seen some really good tight ends lately. I love Cade Stover. Mr. Football in Ohio. You know, as a senior, by the way, the bat, you know, so Kate Stover, his senior year was Mr. Football in Ohio. You know who the uh, runner up was? Mayan Williams as a junior. Um, now, I wrote down here, Steel, like Steel Chambers whiffed on a touchdown run from Finn. I don't know, man. I mean, I, obviously, Jim Knowles cannot figure out who his will is. It's like Cody Simon, Steel Chambers. Um, you can see why they're splitting snaps. I, I still think, I think the first, I, th I think it's Notre Dame, Steel played better than Cody did. Last two weeks, I think Cody Simon has been better than Steele. Steele's got to be better than that. I know it was one play, but you whiff. He was the spy on that play, and you whiff on that play, and the, the quarterback gets a touchdown. Can't do that. Again, you got to give credit to T, uh, Toledo's quarterback, but Steele Chambers has to be better than that. I love what I'm seeing out of the short yardage running from Ohio State. When Mayan was in there, it felt like they could get that third down Third and three, they could run it when they wanted to. Things that we did not see the last couple of years. Love that. I think that's a combination of this offensive line playing well. Justin Fry as the offensive line coach. And Mayan was running that ball really well on third down because obviously Trey got out of there with only like four carries tonight. So shout out to the offensive line, though. Shout out to Paris Johnson and Donovan Jackson and Luke Whippler and Matt Jones and Dewan Jones. Are they perfect? No, but I really like this offensive line. I love this offensive line. Love it. Credit to the offensive line. We talked about Dallin Hayden a little bit. How about that? Some of my – you don't have to be too old school. He's got to be my age, even younger. Um, does Dallin Hayden look like Michael Wiley to you too? 
Is it just the number five? Is that it? Is it just the number five? Because he looks like Michael Wiley part two to me. And I'm, I don't say that lightly. Michael Wiley was very, very, very good. Um, now, Dallin Hayden didn't get three touchdowns his very first game as a college football player like Michael Wiley did and David Boston against Rice in 1996. But uh, Dallin Hayden's looking like a, a young Michael Wiley to me. Is it just the number five? I don't think it is. He looks like it. Again, C.J. Stroud, called quarterback run. He, you know, he had a scramble. I love it. Absolutely love it. Two touchdowns for Julian Fleming. It's another thing we learned. Absolutely love that. Kid that just, you know, seems to can't catch a break. Number one wide receiver in the country in the 2020 class. Although Jackson Smith and Jigba should have been the number one wide receiver in the class, but whatever. Um, great to see that. It was a perfect first half for the offense. Perfect. What do I mean by perfect? So the offense, Ohio State's offense had the ball six times in the first half. Six for six in touchdowns, 42 points, 441 yards in the first half compared to 174 for Toledo. Unbelievable. Strout, 18 of 20 in the first half, 297 yards, four touchdowns. All right, so then we get into the second half. We're going to go – we're going to call him Ronnie Pickman. Finally, the Buckeyes get it. The one thing we need to see from this defense is, like, when are they going to start forcing turnovers? Ronnie Pickman with an interception. Get that started. Boom. And then you get Mitch Rossi with the touchdown. We love that. Um, I, I jotted down that Javante Jean Baptiste was having a bad game. And then, of course, late he gets a, a sack fumble. But I uh, overall, I want to see more of Caden Curry. I, I just do. I, I just – I feel like he should be the number four defensive end on this team. You know, you got JTT. You got, I know it's not technically JTT. You guys know what I mean, though. You got JTT, Jack Sawyer, Zach Harrison. Those are the top three. I think Caden Curry should be at number four. Tyler Friday and Javante Jean-Baptiste. I, I like that they're on the team. I think Caden Curry should be ahead of both of them. How about Sonny Styles and Kai Stokes? But Sonny Styles, we saw Kai Stokes in the spring. We were all hyped up about him. And rightfully so. He looked good tonight. Kai Stokes looks good. Sonny Styles out there laying the wood. Should still be playing high school football for Pick Cent for uh, Pick Central right now out there laying the wood. That was great to see Sonny Styles out there. TC Caffey, walk-on. Stud walk-on had many FCS and even some FBS offers. Kid from Hubbard, Youngstown area. So you're the player of the year in that county. You know you're a good player. TC Caffey. Um, great to see that 49-yard touchdown run. I thought Kyle McCord looked good. Good to see Jaden Ballard. Nice kickoff for, or excuse me, punt return for 14 yards, and he had a couple of uh, nice catches. Uh, total of four catches, over 100 yards, and a touchdown. Great to see that from Jaden Ballard. Love that. We learned Tegra Shabola is the one true freshman offensive lineman in the two deep. Looking good out there at right guard. Again, I mentioned Cam Martinez. I like him. Got the start there, number 13, Cam Martinez. All right, let's get to some questions here. In the era of NIL and transfer portal, the best players need to be on the field. Damn your feelings, says Stephen Cherry from YouTube. I think we all agree with that. I agree with that, yes. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned Mike Hall. We have Hummus from YouTube saying Mike Hall isn't 100% either completely. I mean, he obviously got banged up last week. I'm just glad he was out there. I was concerned that that was – that was could have been serious last week. Great to see that Mike Hall was out there, at least able to play tonight. Um, I mean, exactly. Eddie on Facebook. Stover, one-handed catches. 
and he's a beast in in the running game too. I I just I didn't expect him to be this good. I love it. I, I absolutely love it. We have a question from Larry. Did Cameron did Cam Brown get hurt? I don't know. I'm waiting to see the press conference. We're here from Patrick and Steve. Uh, I don't know if Cam Brown got hurt or not. If they were just resting him, I think they were just resting him. I hope he didn't get hurt. Um, yeah, a lot of true freshmen. We have John on Facebook saying 12 true freshmen played tonight. Absolutely love that. Um, Maribeth on Facebook saying still not happy with the defense. I hear you. Early on, I wasn't. I think overall, I was happy. And I think we've got to give credit to Finn. Their quarterback was good. He was good. I mean, there were times I thought the defense had him. You know, it wasn't Knowles' fault. I thought they had him, like, surrounded and they were going to get him for a sack or a TFL and he'd escape. And you're thinking, okay, maybe they'll still get him. And he still got out of there. So give Finn credit. But I, Maribeth, I hear what you're saying. Like for a while there, I mean, I even jotted it down. I'm like, defense has to be better. Defense has to be better. But overall, I liked what I saw of the defense. Overall, I like what I saw of the defense. <laughs> ben Spittler. I thought we had Ben Stiller checking in. Well, like, you know, but we'll, we'll take Ben Spittler. Ben Spittler from YouTube saying, I think Stover's on pace for 36 receptions for the year. And that's just a uh, regular season, I believe. Yeah. A lot of Kate Stover love coming in here. Yep, yep, yep. Love it, love it, love it. Okay, we have a hot take here. We have a hot take. Where did I see this at? Brass tacks on YouTube. Hot take. Mayan is better than Travion Henderson. I'm not picking between my kids. I like, I love them both. I love them both. Thomas on YouTube. Am I sold on Denzel Burke? Mm. I like him. He needs to play better. He played better tonight. He didn't play perfect. He, he gave up a couple of bad plays, but he played better. He needs to play better, but I do I believe in him? I do believe in him. Am I sold that my soul that he's like an all-American? No, not yet. We were like billing him as like the next uh, what Sean Springs. He's got a long, long way to go to get to Sean Spring, even in, in that vicinity. And the reason I bring up Sean Springs is because guess who the only two freshmen to start from day one at corner for Ohio State, and at least in my lifetime, are Denzel Burke and Sean Springs. And Sean Springs was a red shirt freshman. When he started in 1994, he was a somehow he redshirted in 1993. Um, the few times I've talked with Sean Springs, I've joked with him, How did you redshirt? And he's like, I don't know. I don't know. My point is, Denzel Burke, the only true freshman to start from day one at corner at Ohio State in my lifetime. I believe, I believe in him, but he's got to play better. I'm not buying that he's an All American yet. No, but I believe in him. Finn will be in the portal. Very possible Neil on uh, YouTube. Very possible Finn will be in the portal. I tend to hope he just stays at, at Toledo. Of course, if Jason Candle gets a head coaching job somewhere else, he'll probably just follow him. Michigan's quarterback is nowhere near as athletic as Finn. J.J. McCarthy is nowhere near as athletic as Finn says. Rightful one from YouTube. I did think Finn like kind of reminded me of McCarthy, but a little bit more athletic. I agree with that. McCarthy's good, though. McCarthy's good. Rossi and Ballard's TDs made my night, says Duncan from YouTube. Don't you love that stuff? Freshman, redshirt freshman, Ballard's case, even though he was a high four-star, but still. Rossi, former walk-on, on scholarship, now sixth-year senior, super senior. Love that, too. 
Love that. Love seeing that stuff. How about T.C. Caffey, true freshman walk-on? His touchdown, Dallin Hayden. I love seeing these freshmen play. Hummus. Hummus Hero. Not just Hummus. Hummus Hero on YouTube says, Finn would be the third or fourth best quarterback in the Big Ten. I don't know if that's uh, an exaggeration at all. He looks good. Is Hall is Michael Hall Jr. hurt? Steven wants to know. I'm sure he's still banged up from last week, but thank goodness it wasn't like he was so banged up that he had to sit out tonight. That tells me that like if it was a big game, he would have played more. Um, the fact that he was able to like play says a lot to me. Yeah, we have Jason on Facebook saying the penalties look much better. Yeah, that was a big emphasis this week. Yeah, Ryan Day knows certain things are going to happen in a football game. You know, things that you near, you're near the sideline, things are going to happen. You know, holding pat. It, certain things are going to happen, but the things you can control are the mental penalties. You know, even if somebody talks smack to you, you can't like retaliate. And I think they did a better job with that tonight. Um, so very good job, very 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 good job. Michael on Facebook, offensive line solid, even the backups. Yeah, how about that? Like, you know, going into um, what coming out of spring, actually, Ryan Day said his biggest concern was the depth on the offensive line. I like this depth on the O line. I like this depth. You got Enoch Vamahi and Josh Fryer and Zen Mahalski and Jacob James and Tegra Shabola. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty damn good second team offensive line. Yeah, Eric on YouTube saying Hall did not play much. He did not play much because I'm sure he's a little banged up from last week. The fact that he even played is good news. Because if they were really, really worried about it, he, they just would have held him out. They got plenty of depth at D-tackle. I thought Tyleek Williams balled out tonight. Great to see that. Tyleek Williams. How have I just now brought up Tyleek Williams? Tyleek Williams. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Yeah, I mean, got a little uh, Michigan State up. Yeah, I know. Penix Jr. dicing Sparty up. Steven on YouTube. Don't, don't like to see that. Um, Washington, Pac-12 school, just smoking Michigan State. We'll see. Bobby on Facebook with a question. Will Knowles' defense use more blitz and stunt, stunt packages as they move forward? Yeah, I mean, he – yeah, he – uses a lot of twists, a lot of stunts, a lot of different blitz packages. He mixes a lot of stuff up. You'll see corner blitzes. You'll see safety blitzes. I mean, are you not entertained? I mean, I love this. This is exactly what I wanted. This is exactly what I wanted. Exactly what I wanted. Like, mixing things up, confusing the quarterback. Yeah, you're going to give up some plays, but aggressive, 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 aggressive. Air on the side of being aggressive. Love it. You got to give thin credit i hope no one's down on this defense i hope nobody's down on this defense like give finn credit and give ohio probably say it was flying around out there and give them credit the potential of this team is definitely championship or bust sorry not sorry says rightful one on youtube I think most buckeye fans will agree with that georgia looks really good bama doesn't look that good to me bama i mean for Bama standards, they look good. But, you know, for Bama standards, we're used to them just juggernaut city. They don't look juggernaut city to me. Georgia does. I, but, hey, let's go. Let's go. Let, let's talk about it, though. I think Ohio State's right there with Georgia. Curtis is giving me props. Dave was first on Caffey. 
I wasn't first. I had people up there in Northeast Ohio telling me this kid's a stud. And you don't win the player of the year. Mahoning is a what, – what's the county there in, in Youngstown? Uh, forgive me. Um, but, like, uh, he was player of the year there at Hubbard, Ohio, in that county that produces guys like Maurice Claret. Help me out here. What's the name of the county there that he was player of the year in? Um, yeah, I told you guys T.C. Caffey would be good, but I wasn't the first to say it. Um, you don't be player of the year in that county and not be a really good high school football player. And he turned down scholarship offers to come here. Mahoning. I thought it was – see, go with your first – Go with your first instinct. I almost said Mahoning, didn't I? Mahoning, Mahoning County. Mahoning County, Mahoning, Mahoning County Player of the Year, T.C. Caffey, true freshman. Dallin Hayden, not a walk-on from Memphis. How about those two true freshmen? Absolutely love it. We have Ken on Facebook saying Toledo is a good football team. They will have a good year. Buckeyes defense is playing well, taking chances, being aggressive. You get burned from time to time. When you score 50, you can do it. That's right, Ken. And when you score 77, you surely can do it. Um, that's right. Is Williams okay? Rocco is wanting to know on Facebook, or excuse me, on YouTube. Is uh, Yeah, is uh, Mayan Williams okay? I'm guessing he is. We'll find out. We'll talk to uh, Patrick Murphy and Steve Hellwag when they get out of the press conference. I don't even know if the press conference has even started yet, but we'll, we'll talk to them when they get out of the press conference. Yeah, my guess is Mayan Williams is fine. If you're Ryan Day, you're sitting there like, I've lost Evan Pryor for the year. Travion Henderson just went to the locker room. We don't know his status. We got the game in hand. Mayan's already ran for, you know, 10 carries, 77 yards. We believe in Dallin Hayden. Let's get him. We got some walk-ons we like. I think Mayan's fine. I think they just want to make sure that, like, listen, we're, we don't need to lose our top three running backs. So I think, I think, Mayan, I think Mayan is fine. I think mine is fine. What is up with Burke? You know, I mean, I think overall he'll be fine. I think overall he'll be fine. He's got to play better, though. From Facebook, Bob, love the smile on Coach Day's, Day's face near the end of the game. That was right after that TC Caffey touchdown. Ryan Day's smile. That was nice. That was nice. 77 points. The second most total yards in school history. Behind only the amount of yards they got against Bowling Green in 2016. The irony there is the 2016 offense ended up being like terrible um, at the end of the year. That was, I don't need to remind you guys what happened against Clemson in the CFP that year, but um, Toledo and Bowling Green, uh, last time I heard they're about 20 miles away from each other and their rivals kind of ironic. Those are the two most total yards Ohio State's ever put up Bowling Green 2016 and now Toledo this year. Fantastic. Yeah, I mean, sophomore slump for Burke, probably. I think Knowles had a good point. I mean, he missed a lot of camp. He missed a lot of camp, and I'm I'm still I'm still I'm still bullish on Burke. I'll say that. Do I think he is like this all American stud that maybe we all thought he was? No, I'm not there yet. I'm okay with him. Totally okay. And I think Cam Brown's playing at a high level. Hopefully, you know, I think they just got him out of there just to just to save my hope. He was on the pitch count anyway during uh, fall camp. That's my guess. Yeah, Jaden Ballard. How about that? How about that? Oh, look at Bowling. I knew Bowling Green was in there with Marshall. Duncan giving me the update. I knew I was uh, obviously tuned into the Ohio State game, um, but I saw Bowling Green was right in there. Bowling Green beat Marshall. My God. At least Notre Dame won tonight, right? Can you imagine if Notre Dame would have lost to Cal? And then 
Marshall loses to Bowling Green, which they did, my gosh, at least Notre Dame finally won a game. Goodness gracious. Okay, which young guy surprised me the most? Asked Jason from YouTube. Excuse me, from Facebook. Jason on Facebook, which young guy surprised me the most? Good question. Um, surprised me the most. Hmm. Because I was expecting big things out of Caden Curry. I was, ex- you know, I thought Sonny Styles when he'd get a chance, Kai Stokes. I'll go with Dallin Hayden, even though it's not a huge surprise, but like, love what I see out of him. Like, he looks like Michael Wiley was a five star. Like, Dallin Hayden was a four. He looks like Michael Wiley is a freshman to me. Is it the number five? I keep saying that. I will go, I'll go with uh, Dallin Hayden, but man, you could pick a lot of guys. I thought Kenyatta, Kenyatta Jackson. Kenyatta Jackson looked great late. I like he brought the intensity. You can see he's got like that dog in him. Kenyatta Jackson, 97, looked good late. Um, I love Caden Curry. That didn't surprise me at all. Um, yeah, some people are, yeah, number five. Yeah. Yeah, Dallin Hayden looking good. A lot of people saying you know, Rashad, Rashad, excuse me. Rashad on Facebook saying, yeah, he would say Hayden. We got a Sonny Styles vote from Matt on Facebook. Um yeah, Dallin Hayden, does he look like his father? He does look like his father. He sure does. Michael Wiley started as a receiver, if I remember right. No, he started as a running back. He just they, – they flanked him out. He played a little bit of both, but he he played a little bit of wide receiver there. But Wiley played running back too. But, yeah, he played, he played a little bit of receiver. But he played both. Yeah, Wiley was – yeah. But, well, you, you guys were saying Wiley was a receiver. He did both as a true freshman. He did both. David Boston and Michael Wiley both had three touchdowns their first game as a Buckeye against Rice in 1996. That was cool. Yeah, you guys were saying he's a receiver as a freshman. You keep saying that. He was both. He was both. Trust me. He was both. All right. Facebook, Kevin Brown saying Paris Johnson Jr. is the best left tackle in the country this year. He looks like it. There was a lot of talk about that, and I love Paris Johnson Jr., um, Mother Monica Daniels, uh, a frequent guest on our podcast. I'm sure she is a very proud mother. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. Yeah, we got Penn State. So Paris Johnson Jr., like, love what I'm seeing out of him. Love what I'm seeing out of the offensive line as a whole. I tell you what, guys, Buckeye80 on YouTube is saying, what about Penn State over Auburn? Everybody's saying that was either going to be a close game or maybe Auburn would win. Like, and Penn State just took them to the woodshed. Like, they just beat their ass. Like, Penn State was faster than Auburn. Who, who in the SEC would have thought that would happen? That Penn State would come down there and be faster than Auburn. They were faster. They were tougher. I mean, Penn State looks really, really, really good. Really good. I'm glad that's not a whiteout. They look good. Big Ten East is a is an absolute beast. PJJ looks great. We have comments coming in about Paris Johnson Jr. Absolutely. We have Mondell on Facebook saying, how about Julian Fleming? He looked great. He did look great. How about some of these catches we saw? Marvin Harrison Jr. catches everything. Emeka Egbuka, his hands are underrated, and he's like a freaking running back after he catches the ball. Looks like Jamar Chase after he catches the ball. Uh, Marvin Harrison Jr., as I said, catches everything. Julian Fleming, great hands. Cade Stover, great hands. C.J. Stroud is as accurate of a quarterback as I've ever seen. G. G. Scott Jr. needs more love, says Duncan on uh, 
YouTube. Yeah. All right, good hey, good stuff out of here. So I'm not at the press conference. We've got people listening to the press conference giving me updates, which is funny. Uh, Richard on YouTube saying, uh, Ryan Day says, Michael Hall Jr., Travion Henderson, Josh Proctor, not serious injuries, precautionary. Great news there. Great news there. Can't guard Marv. That's right. You cannot. You can't guard Mike Thomas, and you can't guard Marv. Every bit of six foot four. Jason on Facebook wanting to know about Devin Brown. Yeah, I, it's going to be a really good battle next year. That's going to be the talk of the offseason. Let's wait for that. That's all we're going to talk about during the offseason. Who's going to be the starter? They're, good problem to have, right? Kyle McCord looked good. But that one he fired in there to uh, Ibuka, that was an NFL throw. Not a lot of room for error when you're throwing that ball to the sideline like that. The corner can jump that route. If you throw it too far inside, that's a pick six. Bam. Could not have thrown that any better. Don't forget, Ryan Day picked Kyle McCord over J.J. McCarthy. Everybody's ready to crown J.J. McCarthy right now as whatever. Just don't forget that. Don't forget that. Marvin Harrison Jr. now wide receiver one. Can we go 1A, 1B? I'm not just going to say Jackson Smith and Jig was not the wide receiver one. He Most yards in school history last year, 1,605 yards. Most yards ever in a bowl game period by any receiver ever in the history of college football last year in the Rose Bowl, 347 yards. I'll still put JSN number one and Marv too, but good problem to have, huh? If a Mecca Buka is your number three wide receiver, goodness gracious, goodness gracious. You lose two first-round wide receivers and you don't skip a beat at wide receiver. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. Darren on uh, YouTube is saying uh, Devin Brown, basically in 2024, McCord one year next year and then go pro. He's giving Kyle McCord one year. He's giving Kyle McCord a three-year and done. Listen, if he's that good, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. What was the play of the game as Joey on Facebook? Give me some – I want to hear some – I want to hear some – uh Responses to Joey's question there. Bucknuts88 says Stroud was unreal. He was. He was fantastic. So what do we think the play of the game was? I'm going to go with T.C. Caffey's touchdown. I love that T.C. Caffey touchdown. It was like, oh, I got him bottled up and then, bam, walk on red or a true freshman touchdown. Oh, look at we get. Oh, there we go. Look at you guys. You're just parroting what I said. Did I say it first or did you guys say it? A lot of people are saying Caffey's touchdown, Caffey's. <laughs> All right, hey, hey, hey. Great minds, right? And us too. Uh, we got some, we've got some dissenters. Fleming's touchdown. <laughs> Richard on YouTube saying he said it first. All right, I'll give you the, okay. Jason on Facebook saying he said it first. All right, whatever. Okay, I'll give you guys, I'll give you guys the credit there. You guys said it first. Buckeye 80 is saying Ronnie Hickman's interception. Ronnie Pickman. Stover sideline grab. I know there's so many to choose from, isn't there? Yakov saying Stover will play 10 years in the NFL. I agree. Doesn't he have that vibe? No doubt about it. Eddie saying Caffey's play all day was the best was the best play of the game. What a fun game. 
So again, we're going to hear from uh, Patrick Murphy and Steve Hellwagon when they get out of the press conference, and which is going on right now. Um, can't wait to hear from them to hear about. Uh, you guys have already given me some uh, some good news there. You guys are watching the press conference, and I'm not. Tim Brando made you think Finn was a Heisman candidate, says Jim on Facebook. Finn was good, but yeah. Um, any update on Travion Henderson, Michael on Facebook? Yes, we had a commenter say that Ryan Day said at his press conference, just precautionary. He went back to the locker room, um, which I think we could probably tell the fact that, you know, he came back and he looked like he was in good spirits, you know. Um, so that's great. That's absolutely great. Richard wants to know what was the best throw tonight. Jeez. There were some to choose from. I don't know, man. Maybe the one, you know, the one to Stover was real good. The one to Fleming. I'll go with the one to Fleming. I mean, it was, it was kind of like the Mayan Williams catch against Notre Dame. It was like, what's, what was better on that play? The throw or the catch? I'll go maybe the one to Fleming. That was a better throw than I think people give him credit for. You know, and how about, Stroud, I mentioned this earlier, but I, I I cannot be more pleased with the fact that he took off once on his own um, on a scramble, got five yards, set him up for like an easy third down. And then there was a called quarterback run that he got a first down on. Absolutely love that. Yeah, we have somebody said the best throw was Fleming. Yeah, the Fleming corner touchdown. Yeah. Yep, that was a good one. That was a good one. Great hands by Fleming. But, I, I mean, the pass, you couldn't – there was balls that he was putting. There was a, you know, there was balls to like Stover, two of them. It was like you couldn't have even like handed it to him any better. Like it was just like, and we're talking thirty yards down the field. It's not like it was like a little five yard crossing route, thirty yards down the field. I mean, we've never seen a more accurate passer in Ohio State history than C.J. Stroud. Never seen a more accurate passer. If he stays healthy, he's going to win the Heisman. That simple. If he stays healthy, he's going to win the Heisman. <laughs> Eddie, Eddie talking about Eddie is talking about CJ like running the ball. Exactly, exactly. Richard on YouTube saying Stroud running. He think he he thinks Stroud ran to show upcoming teams on film that he could run. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, that's what I love most about it is I hated the fact that as much as I love C.J. Stroud, that like the defense doesn't have any worry about him running. If he puts the ball in the running back's stomach, he's either handing off to the running back or he's going to pull it and throw it. There's no that there's no triple threat of him running it. Well, maybe now there is a little bit. You just have to put a little bit of doubt. You have to give that defensive end a little bit of doubt so he can't crash in so he doesn't know, okay, there's no way this guy – is keeping the ball on a rollout. He's either going to throw it or he's handing it off. Now you give him a little bit of doubt is all I wanted. And now you give him that little bit of doubt. And there's got to be once or twice a game where protection breaks down and you scramble and get some yards. It doesn't have to be a first down. It can be five yards like it was tonight. And he did that. Love it. Slide, get down. Absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. Yeah. Jason on Facebook saying Stroud should have thrown two interceptions. That's true. Especially there was one that was completely awful. So he wasn't perfect. But overall, we're seeing the most accurate passer that I've ever seen in Ohio State history. We've seen some really, really, really good ones, including Justin Fields and Dwayne Haskins. 
We've seen some really, really good ones. Troy Smith. Um, we've seen some very accurate passers, but this is the most accurate. I'm not saying he's the best, although he might go down as the best. Justin Fields has some, you know, something to say about that. Troy Smith has something to say about that and some others, but this is the most accurate we've seen of any Ohio State quarterback, period. Yeah, I like Sonny Styles a lot. Over-under for game against Badgers. Jeez. We're already going the over-under, huh? Um, I don't know. Um, 48 and a half? No, I don't know. I, I'm confident about next week. I was worried about Wisconsin coming into the year. Seeing them now, Washington State is maybe better than we thought, but Wisconsin just doesn't look good to me at all. They don't look good, and and you you better have a really good quarterback to deal with this Ohio State team. And Graham Mertz is a pocket passer who's not even that great of a pocket passer, and he can't run. Good luck. They've got a hell of a running back though. Braylon Allen's a hell of a running back, but I'm not nearly as worried about this Wisconsin game as I was coming into the year. Not that I was that worried about it. I just you, you better be a dynamic offense to keep up with this Ohio State team. Mm-mm. Nope. Yeah, Eddie's saying Sonny Styles is going to be All-American, right? I mean, this kid should be in high school right now. We should be watching him play like high school football right now. Steven on uh, YouTube saying Mertz is shaky. Yeah. Ray shot on Facebook. The Big Ten West is horribly down this year. That's yeah. Minnesota looks really, really good. The rest of the conference. Nope, not at all. Ben saying Knowles' D will eat whiskey up. We have a dissenter. I don't think so. Ken Taco Hut on YouTube saying Mertz equals Shaky Jake. Yeah, Sparty is losing. Yeah, they are. Wisconsin, or excuse me, uh, Washington getting it done. A lot of Penn State comments. Yeah, Lucas and Larry on YouTube both saying, yeah, Penn State looked good and Penn State will be a test. I agree. They look a lot better than what I thought. They look good on both sides of the ball. They've got a stud, true freshman running back. They've got a transfer wide receiver that came in from Western Kentucky who looks really good. And, you know, their veteran, their defense looks good. I know Yursich did not mesh well with Ryan Day at all. It was like Yursich was not an easy guy to get along with. That's why he was gone after one year. But he can call an offense. James Franklin's finally found maybe his, like, James Franklin just needs to be a CEO. Like, he's got Manny Diaz as his defensive coordinator. Good hire. Yurcich as his offensive coordinator. James Franklin's a good recruiter and a CEO. He just is not a good game coach. Penn State looks good. Now, maybe Auburn is terrible. We'll see. But Penn State, they say what you want. Penn State was faster than Auburn. Even if they would have won that game and they were more physical and what you know, turnovers, whatever, you'd think Auburn's probably have more team speed, right? No, Penn State did. Did not expect that. Yeah, Minnesota will win the West, says Ken Taco Hut on YouTube. I, I, I agree. I agree. Bobby McCormick, Facebook. How do I think Michigan will look when they play a good team? I don't know, but they certainly have the easiest schedule in the country so far. They've played three of the worst 
20 teams in the country. There's 131 D1 slash FBS schools. Colorado State, Hawaii, and UConn are three of the worst 20. Some say they're three of the worst 10. So Michigan, I mean, we'll see. They have to play Maryland next week. I don't know if Maryland – I mean, Maryland's explosive on offense. They're coached by Mike Loxley, so I don't know. I mean, they're not that good on defense. They're explosive offensively, so at least Michigan will finally get somewhat of a test next week. But I don't know. I'm not that worried about Michigan. They look good, but this Ohio State team in Columbus, revenge factor. Michigan hasn't come here in four years. Good luck. Good luck. And Michigan looks good. Yeah, Steven saying uh, Michigan's offensive line hasn't looked great. I agree, especially their right tackle. Their right tackle does not look good at all. Stuber, even though he was like a seventh-round pick, he's really the only guy they lost. They lost their center, too, but they brought in a transfer center who's good. Um, so basically, they have four returning starters, if you include their transfer center. He started for three years at Virginia, I believe. Um but their right tackle looks terrible, Michigan. So we'll see what happens. Buckeye 80, will Maryland expose Michigan's weakness? We'll see. I mean, I thought their defense would take a huge step back. They haven't played anybody. Was, we don't know anything about Michigan yet. We'll find out. I mean, at least Maryland is like a real team. Not like these scrubs they've played so far. CB on YouTube, is Court Williams hurt? I have to think he is. There's no way he wouldn't be playing at all if he was healthy. In my opinion, there's just no way. Because let's keep in mind the coaches talked him up all camp. He was hurt last year, he was hurt in spring. All of a sudden he's not playing at all. Voted team captain as a third year sophomore who hasn't even really played. He played like a few snaps last year. Um, I have to think he's banged up. I'll ask I will ask that question at the press conference. Maybe somebody did tonight. I will ask that on Tuesday's press conference when we get to talk to Ryan Day. Yeah, too bad to see Michigan State lose to uh, Washington. Washington and Michael Penix. Dijon on Facebook is asking, or excuse me, YouTube is asking, is Ballard the next Jamo? I hope not. Hopefully that, you know. And now with with, uh, NIL, I think things are a little different. We'll see. Is C.J. Stroud more accurate than Joe Germain? Yes. Yes. Joe Germain was just – the reason Jesse on YouTube asks, is he more accurate than Joe Germain? The reason – and Joe Germain was accurate, and I get the question. Joe Germain was just the mo- most accurate quarterback we had seen up to that point. I mean, Bobby Hoying was accurate, but look at the stats, my friend. Look at the stats. Go look at the stats. C.J. Stroud is a lot more accurate than Joe Germain. I'd pull him up right now, but I'm doing this live show and trying to take questions. Go look at the stats. C.J. Stroud's completion percentage compared to Joe Germain. I bet it ain't that close. And Joe Germain was really, really, really accurate. Not CJ Stroud accurate. There we go. Mike out sports says court was in the game in the fourth. That's great news. That's great news. That's great news. Todd is, is ready to talk some smack saying that scum game can't get here fast enough. Cannot wait to settle the score. He says hard bum needs to, be put back in his place to show that Harbaugh isn't even playing in the same league as Day. So Todd is not buying that Ryan Day was uh, born on third base. He thinks he had a triple. By the way, guess who that quote pissed off? Ryan Day. You better believe that. I love that. 
all of these act, all these things that Jim Harbaugh said, thinking he was out on his way out the door to the Vikings. Okay. Brian's asking, wouldn't I say Michigan has looked better than what Ohio State? Based on what? Based on like them playing their Division three schedule so far. Listen, I know Notre Dame's not good, but like Arkansas State's better than anybody of Michigan's played this year. Toledo's better than anybody Michigan's played this year. And what happened to Toledo today? No, I, I, I won't say that Michigan's look better than Ohio State at all. Yakov is asking me a Bengals question. Is it a must win for the Bengals tomorrow? Yes. You're playing against the Cowboys without Dak Prescott. If you lose to Cooper Rush and go 0-2 in the AFC, forget about it. Yes, it is a must-win for the Bengals tomorrow. All right, let's get back here. Yeah, Brian saying Ohio State hasn't played anyone. Okay, true. I mean, comparatively speaking, I mean, Ohio State's schedule is like a gauntlet compared to Michigan's. <laughs> Ohio State's schedule has not been tough. My gosh. Like, Michigan's had the easiest non, non-conference schedule of any Power 5 team in the country. Hawaii's the worst team in the nation. And Colorado State and UConn are not far behind. UConn's down to their third-string quarterback, top two receivers out, and that's the best team they've played so far is Michigan. That's the best team they've played. So, good, good. Um, glad Michigan's not uh, getting battle-tested at all. We'll see what happens. Jason is pointing out on Facebook, Michigan strength of schedule, 131 out of 131 in the country. So dead last, dead last. Good. Make sure you don't get battle tested. CB on YouTube was Travion Henderson's an ankle thing. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was a, a twisted ankle. He scored that touchdown, got twisted. I didn't notice it live. Um, we saw the replay. Look, like he got hurt on his touchdown run. Ryan Day said it's precautionary, so that's great news. That's great news. <laughs> Eric's having a good night on Facebook, saying 77 points. Holy bleep. He said he DVR'd the game and just started watching late, just made it to 56-21. <laughs> Sorry for the spoiler. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. Love it. Tom saying Michigan is a paper tiger. They do look good. I'm going to give Michigan credit. They do look good. I just, we'll see. November 26th is going to happen. November 26th here in Columbus is going to happen. That's going to be a bad day for them. But they do look good. Chucky on Facebook. Why didn't we see more of mine? I'm glad you asked this, even though I covered this earlier, because I'm sure not everybody's listening to the entire show. Um, yeah, so my guess is it was precautionary. So Ryan Day's thinking Evan Pryor's out for the season already. Now Travion Henderson's banged up. Mayan's looking good. I can't go into the Big Ten opener with my top three running backs all out. So I think he pulled Mayan just precautionary. I don't think Mayan's banged up at all. I think that was just precautionary. So um, Dallin Hayden looked good. And so did T.C. Caffey. So I think that was just precautionary for uh, Mayan Williams being held out of there. Yakov is bringing stats on YouTube. ESPN's FPI says Ohio State has a 93.5% chance to beat Wisconsin. Huh. I don't like that uh, 6.5%. 
Not a fan of that. No, I'm kidding. I'll take that. Yeah, Sage on YouTube saying he's glad Ryan Day sat Mayan with the rest of the stars. Exactly. Why are you going to get him banged up? I mean, when Travion's at her, he is your starter. Mayan, didn't Mayan look great? He looks great. He just, he's so hard to tackle. So hard to tackle. Christopher on YouTube saying the Bengals will win by 10 or more points tomorrow. Well, yeah, let's let's hope. We'll see. They have a history of like backup quarterbacks beating them. We'll see. Ben, what do you guys think about this, Buckeye fans? Ben is saying hopefully Michigan is undefeated coming into the shoe. It will look even better when we beat them by 50. What do you guys think about that? Are you guys wanting Michigan to come in 11-0? and Are you hoping – Maybe they've come in with a couple losses, you know, and then Ohio State beats them and puts them in nine and three and like embarrasses them. Listen, I was taught to always root against Michigan. You guys want them 11 and 0? That's fine. I don't care. I'll take them at nine and two. Take the bus back to Ann Arbor at nine and three. Eric, injury update on Travion precautionary Ryan Day says it's precautionary probably a little bit of a sprained ankle foot so there is your update on Travion precautionary could have returned if needed according to Ryan Day Tommy on Facebook Ohio State will not lose a game this year we'll take that Chibindu I hope I'm pronouncing your name right Chibindu saying I want Michigan to suck he says I want them to suck he didn't say the word I want them to suck Chibindu. Love it. Jason says he hopes they're three and nine. <laughs> they, won't, <laughs> they won't be three and nine, but um, yeah. There we go. See, most of you, are, there you go. Most of you were raised correctly. I was a little kid. My dad used to have the shirt that I'm sure you guys have seen, the old school shirt. My two favorite teams are, are Ohio State and who's ever playing Michigan. My two favorite teams are Ohio State and who's ever playing Michigan. My dad wore that shirt almost every week. He probably should have washed it more. But I was raised right. So, Todd's saying, why not make it 0-12? Well, they've already won three games, Todd. Oh, next year? Okay. Fair enough, Todd. Next year? Okay. See, most of you, most of you get it. Most of you are not like one of these, like, oh, I want Michigan to be good. Um, Why? Uh, in 2014, was Michigan good? You don't, Ohio State doesn't need Michigan to be good for Ohio State. In 2014, Michigan was terrible under Brady Hoke and Ohio State won the national title. What do you need Michigan to be good for? By the way, they're going to a 12 team playoff eventually. Michigan could be 10 and 2 and make the playoff. You want that? Maybe you do. I don't know. Again, who are your two favorite teams? Most of you, Ohio State and whoever is playing Michigan. So you guys are huge Maryland fans next week if you're doing this right. Steven, Ryan Day won't say it, but he's chomping at the bit to get some payback against Michigan. That team up north, as Steven said. Glad you guys are not using the word. No doubt about it. I mean, you, you don't think that Ryan Day's fired up about that? Like, I love Ryan Day. He comes across like even-keeled, and he is. He's a great man. He's a tiger, though. He's got he's a lion at his heart. 
Yeah, Jason says crushing their spirit is always nice, but quote, we don't give a damn for the whole state of Michigan. I mean, the whole state. I mean, we, we, I like Michigan State when they're playing Michigan. I kind of do. You guys not like Michigan State? I don't know. I kind of like Michigan State, obviously, except for one time a year. Kind of like Mel Tucker. Friend of, oh, excuse me, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. We Are we down with that with Michigan State or no? No? Okay, sorry. I kind of like Michigan State, obviously, except for one time a year. But I don't know what you guys think about M State, but I, I don't mind. I don't like them in basketball at all. Football, I'm kind of like, eh, I kind of like them. Kind of like them. It helps that Ohio State's owned them in East Lansing this entire century. It doesn't help that Michigan State has won some big games in Columbus, 98, 2015. Also won in Indianapolis. The Never mind, I don't like Michigan State. I take all of that back. I take all that back. You guys are right. You guys, you guys are right. You guys are right. Well, thank you, Larry. Larry says he loves this show. We got one person who loves the show. That's good. That's good. That's, that's more than zero. Todd likes Michigan State. Chris not like Michigan State. Yeah, I, I, I you know, I, I take back what I said. I just kind of, um, I don't know. They did. They've, they've, 98, they ruined the 98 season. I take back what I said. What am I even talking about? Yeah, Christopher, that 90, I, I, me too. 98, I was in college then. Buckeyes had a great team in 98. Patrick Murphy is in the house. This is what I like to see. Well, welcome What's going to on? Patrick Murphy from the horseshoe. We're here. Well, good to see you. First thing, I want to know injury updates. What are you hearing on? I'm just going to go down the list. Travion Henderson was Mayan Williams. Was that just precautionary? Uh, just go through some of the injuries. What are you hearing about some of these injuries? Yeah, I don't think Mayan was anything. I think it was just kind of the situation of the game and the fact that Travion was out. You, you didn't want to lose another guy um, going forward. But uh, it sounds like from what Coach Day said, nothing too serious for any of these guys. He said what, what Travion was dealing with was, quote, a new thing. Uh, different from last year when Travion admitted this offseason that he, he dealt with some concussion stuff. So unclear exactly what's going on there. He's, it sounded like those guys could both be back next week. And then the guys that didn't play, Josh Proctor, Tanner McAllister, and Michael Hall, uh, all those guys, Ryan Day said, were sort of were available in, in warm-ups, they went through warm-ups and decided to hold them out, and he, he believes that they'll be ready for next week, too. So it doesn't sound like anything serious, but you certainly don't want to go into Big Ten play with this many guys banged up, I wouldn't think. It's, uh, it's not the ideal situation, but fortunately, it sounds like they're going to be all right. Steve Hellwagon, how are you doing? Welcome to the show. Hey, what's going on uh, here at beautiful Ohio Stadium? What was it, 77 to 21? Uh, Clay Hall and I were in there before all the players came in we're going through the record books they came up 15 yards shy of the school record for yards in a game 776 against bowling green Toledo's uh, rival no yeah Toledo's rival. yeah they they're they're he- miles ohio, apart ohio state is hell on the 419 and then um <laughs> the other thing is it would have been the first 80 point game had they gotten to the 80 point plateau since they scored 83 against iowa in 1950 and yeah, in 1950, 
15 Montezuma needed your guy to Montezuma. Back. I was just gonna say your guy. So Montezuma played in that Montezuma, game. They got revenge on Montezuma. They did. So yeah, crazy game. Um, I was lamenting with one of the other reporters. I remember when the games used to be kind of boring, and that's just not the case anymore. It um, it's a laugh a minute here at Ohio Stadium anymore. Um, Steve, I asked Patrick about this. Patrick, I'll go back to you in a moment. Steve, uh, injury-wise, everything good? Everything you're hearing? Patrick talked about this a little bit. You know, I know Mayan Williams was not hurt. There, That was just precautionary. Travion Henderson, Michael Hall Jr., what are you hearing about those guys? Yeah, it, it sounds like uh, they just made the conscious decision not to play those guys uh, because they were playing Toledo and just figured they had it in the bag and didn't need those guys uh, to, to go against Toledo. So that's the decision that they went with and uh, can't argue it. And uh, to me now, uh, those three guys in particular ought to be raring to go uh, for Wisconsin next week, and that's the most important thing at this point is, is gearing everything toward Wisconsin. And what I've been telling people for the last day or two, and this was kind of borne out, although New Mexico State's obviously one of the worst teams in uh, FBS uh, for them to beat them. What was it? 66 to seven or whatever. Um, you know, what Wisconsin did last week against Washington state will not be a factor. They will come in here. It'll be a rock fight next week, at least for the first half. And if Ohio state can impose its will and make Wisconsin back down, then maybe they can put it away in the second half. Like they did here three years ago when they kind of blew them out here. But when they played again in the big 10 championship game, that was that was that was not a good game for Ohio State, but they they came through it. So that's kind of my thought is kind of be on guard because what you saw tonight and what's going to happen next week are two entirely different things. Patrick, um, what stood out to you the most tonight, offensively and defensively? What stood out to you the most offensively? What stood out to you the most defensively, Patrick? Offensively, when when this team is whole, you got. Jackson Smith and Jigbo and Julian Fleming back. Obviously, you lose Travion Henderson early, but uh, when this team is whole, I think they're still the most explosive team in the country. And, you know, Jackson Smith and Jigbo didn't even have to do much tonight, but just him being out there helped open up stuff for other guys. So any concern that anyone had, and, and that's myself included, about the offense, I think you've seen. And, granted, it's not against the best opponents, but I still think this is this is what the Buckeyes are. You saw it last year. You saw it this year. Defensively, I'm still a little concerned about, you know, the, the, the passing game, some of those plays. Now, granted, a lot of them were, uh, you know, quarterback scrambling around, and he did a good job with that. But – and you got to get that ball – you know, like the, the prayer that they had that, that Denzel Burke was in coverage. And I know he had to cover for a long time, but make a, try and make a play on that ball. There's just been too many mistakes in the secondary that, that I don't like seeing. Again, you're down Proctor, you're down McAllister, so that certainly plays a part. And I think Cam Martinez might have been banged up a little bit. He was limping. At one point, they called a timeout to get him. I thought he was going to come out of the game. He went right, right back in. So, so maybe he wasn't quite 100% either. But, you know, I, I don't think it'll cost you against a team like Wisconsin. But at some point, I'm, I'm a little concerned about the secondary. And, uh, you know, if they face a legitimate quarterback at some point, they, they, they need to play a lot better than they have the last couple weeks. Steve, I would, I would dovetail off the tight end. Go ahead, Steve. What were you going to say? I would just dovetail off that a little bit and say, boy, they gave opposing uh, teams a lot to consider by throwing to the tight end downfield. Good God, what what kind of a concept is that? Where did that is, – yeah. is that even illegal? And then uh, giving the ball to the fullback, I mean, they never do that. That that was a new one. 
and the quarterback even ran the ball once or twice, which was kind of uh, out of character as well. So they're giving people a lot to look at. And uh, the, the thing is, they're unstoppable. If the offensive line gives C.J. Stroud time, they are unstoppable because you might be able to cover Smith the Jigba. You might be able to cover Harrison, but you're not going to be able to cover Ibuka at the same time. There's no way. Nobody has enough DBs to do that. And, you know, they get matchups favorable to what they want. And in a game where you run 60 to 80 plays, you're going to have your share. This offense is going to be hard to hard to pin down. Um, I really would feel a lot better if we knew Henderson was okay. I don't know. He only played the one series. He butted heads uh, two plays before the touchdown with a, a defender uh, playing near midfield. And then the touchdown play was a rugged run, like seven yards, and he got – jostled around a little bit i don't know if he injured a leg on that or what but uh you know i guess we'll, we'll see this week patrick um some of the true fr- i'll get you guys out of there one more question each uh, patrick some of the true freshmen that played i mean dallin hayden uh looked really good out there how about uh, tc caffey the the walk-on true freshman tegra shabola out there uh cracking the two deep at right guard caden curry kenyatta jackson Sonny Styles, Kai Stokes. I'm sure I'm leaving guys out. Jair Brown. Who am I leaving out here? A lot of true freshmen played. Um, I like what I saw out of those guys. What do you think, Patrick? Absolutely. And, and this is the type of game you've been waiting for from the Buckeyes where they can really get those guys in for some meaningful playing time. And obviously, Dallin Hayden comes in because of, of the injury to Trey Sermon. But or I'm sorry, to Travion Henderson, not Trey Sermon. Uh, but, yeah, this is, this is what I've been waiting for. I thought we might get it last week. We didn't get it as much as I would have liked. Uh, Devin Brown, another guy who played, didn't, didn't have to do a ton. I really liked what we saw from Dallin Hayden. And you know, Kevin Wilson, we just finished talking to him. He emphasized ball security and pr- pass protection is something that these young running backs, and, and he included T.C. Caffey in there. Um, those are things that they have to continue to build on. But in terms of the way he runs the ball, Dallin Hayden, and, and both of them really, I mean, it, granted, it, it was against some backups when, when Caffey did it, but those were some impressive runs. Uh, you know, to, to come in in your first game, first real meaningful game for, for Dallin Hayden, get 100 yards, get your first touchdown. I like to see that. I like to see Sonny Styles hit some guys. He had a big hit. I'm sitting right at Ohio State's bench. It was right in front of where I'm hitting. Big hit. I think it was on either second or third down. Um, again, you're not playing starters. You're not playing a Big Ten team, but – Good experience for all those guys you mentioned. Caden um, Curry, again, I thought was was really good. I'm not going to be surprised when he starts playing some some real snaps as well. Granted, he has a lot in front of him. But, yeah, great that you got to get those guys in before Big Ten play starts because you probably won't have as much opportunities in, in, in Big Ten. Well, maybe with the way we've seen the Big Ten play today, maybe you will. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, I, not as much as, as today, I imagine. Yeah, Northwestern not looking real good. Um, all right, Patrick. No. Uh, you you can get on out of here, my man. Thank you so much. Steve, right. I'll get you out of here on this one. Thank you very much, Patrick. Yep. Thanks for checking in. All right, Steve, I'll get you out on this. Talk about the true freshman a little bit. I also want you to touch on what a perfect – now, the offense was great overall. What a perfect first half. Could you even imagine anything better than this? They had six possessions in the first half, six touchdowns, 441 yards. Again, six for six on touchdowns um, in the first half. I mean – True freshman playing, perfect job out of the offense. And I thought the defense came around overall. I give Finn a lot of credit for Toledo. Uh, your thoughts on the true freshman and your thoughts on that offense just being perfect in the first half. 
Yeah, a lot of true freshmen getting to play, obviously, as this game wore on. And Dallin Hayden, uh, really not that heralded, perhaps, in terms of the recruiting rankings. But, man, oh, man, he uh, came right in and looked like he belonged, obviously, against Toledo. And Toledo a little downtrodden by the time he got in the game, obviously. But, uh, you know, I thought you got to give him a lot of credit. Uh, so many other guys up and down the, the line that are getting opportunities, and this will only pay dividends. I mean, when they go back to practice this week, everybody that's in the in the plans for this season got a chance to do something in this game, and I think that's incredibly important, uh, you know, for morale and everything for this team. So, I'm uh, I'm uh, very uh, optimistic about what I saw uh, in that regard. Uh, defense, I did not like that they allowed Finn to break contain on the first drive for the run and then the, the touchdown pass. And then later in the game, he did it again and uh, threw the ball up for grabs. And, uh, you know, Denzel Burke, I mean, you can't be expected to cover for 10 seconds, but uh, I don't know, a little bit, a little bit better awareness might've, might've helped on that play. I don't know. But uh, again, I, I would give the, the defense probably a B for this. Uh, I would say, I mean, they slammed the door on them time and time and time and time again. They did give up three touchdowns though. And, uh, you know, a lot to go back and work on. They may not face a mobile quarterback like this again all season, maybe Alabama, maybe Michigan. I don't know. So we'll, we'll see how that all looks. Um, and uh, offensively, uh, just awe-inspiring to just, just to see what is capable uh, of uh, for this offense. And, you know, is this going to translate over to Big Ten play? I don't know. I guess we'll see, um, you know, starting next week with Wisconsin. But this Big Ten, man, uh, Purdue loses on the last play. Uh, Northwestern loses to a team that lost to Incarnate Word by 35 points. And then uh, Michigan State just got boat raced out at Washington. I mean, didn't even show up. And I don't Maryland know. Maryland won, though, right? Maryland came back against SMU, I think. If you say so, I haven't followed it. I don't know. Somebody, one of the commenters yeah. said, I, 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 you know, I've been doing this podcast. I think Maryland came back and won. Um, yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, I mean, if Michigan State wouldn't have uh, crapped the bed, then we'd be saying the Big Ten East was like even more of a beast than we thought. Yeah, Rutgers is undefeated. Indiana looked like they were going to lose today. They were down by eight with like yeah. a few seconds left. They score two point conversion, send it to overtime. Good for them. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. Sparty. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Sparty lost, but uh, Maryland did beat SMU, and Maryland was only favored by like three, three and a half. We'll see. Hopefully, Maryland can give Michigan a good game next week, or even beat them. Steve Hellwagon. Thank you, sir. All right, man. Everybody have a great night. We'll see you this week. Appreciate you checking in. Thanks, Steve. Great stuff from Steve Hellwagon and Patrick Murphy there. Really appreciate those guys checking in. Let's get some uh, last few questions here before we wrap up the show. If you have any questions, fire them in. Comments are fine, too. Tommy on Facebook saying C.J. Stroud will win the Heisman. If he stays healthy, he will. I'd bet big on that. I think the only thing that can really have him, really stop him, is if he gets hurt. I really think he's going to win the Heisman if he stays healthy. Oh, come on now. (laughs) Yeah, Syracuse beat Purdue today. Yeah, I saw that. That was a – Purdue looked like they had him beat. Purdue's quarterback is fantastic. Aiden O'Connell is – I mean, he just puts the ball in the money. They're just – Offensive line's not good. They can't protect them that well. And then their defense is not good. They gave up a last-second touchdown. 
Yeah. Um, Luis Lee on YouTube wants to know any word on Travion Henderson. Yeah, we've had a lot of questions about that. So Travion, they're saying it's precautionary. Sounds like he got twisted up there a little bit. Now, if it was more than precautionary, would they say that? No, but I, I tend to believe that's true because he came back out there. He was in good spirits, you know. So I, I tend to think that uh, Travion Henderson's okay and he'll be fine for next week. Now, maybe when I say fine, he's probably not 100%, which is why they pulled Mayan Williams out of there, even though Mayan Williams is at 100%. And, like, well, you know, I don't know if anybody's at 100% playing football, but, like, at least close to it because um, they did not want to get Mayan Williams banged up at all going into that uh, – as Steve called, what's going to be a rock fight next week against Wisconsin? As bad as Wisconsin's looked, they'll they'll, they'll try and Notre Dame that game up. There's no doubt about it. Um, they'll try and Notre Dame that game up. We'll see if they have any luck doing that. So, all right. Any last questions here? Brent on YouTube saying we should not judge the Big Ten of what the bottom dwellers did. Penn State looked impressive. I agree with that. Penn State looks better than I thought by a lot. Michigan looks better than I thought, although we don't really know yet because they have they have the easiest schedule in the country. Um, no, Midnight's asking, did Jackson get re-injured? No, no, no. I'm sure he was just on a, on a pitch count. I'm sure they just wanted to get him out there, knock a little rust off. I don't think Jackson Smith and Jigba got re-injured. I think they were just being precautionary there. Jeremiah Yoder on YouTube saying, even without injuries, Ohio State will need everybody against Wisconsin. Yeah, Wisconsin's not as good as I thought they were, though. They're good, but Ohio State just needs to like take care of business, and, and they'll be fine. Wisconsin's like a Notre Dame. Ohio State needs to play better. They need to get – and at least they already have that blueprint. They already had to play a game like that. Yeah, Christopher on YouTube saying McCord had some zip on his throw towards the sideline. Yeah, that, I talked about that. That was an NFL throw, the one to Ibuka. That's one of those, man, if you barely miss inside, that's a pick six. He put that. That was an NFL throw by McCord. That was great to see. A lot of comments about Julian Fleming. Buckeyes fan up north saying good to see Fleming get two touchdowns. Amen. J.E. on YouTube. Will Jim Knowles be in the box all season? I thought he'd be on the sideline. I think he will be in the box all season. I'm surprised, but I love it. I like my coordinators up in the box. See the game so much better. It's so hard to see from the sideline. I think Ryan Day wanted him to do that, and that's why he's doing it, because at Oklahoma State, Jim Knowles called the defense from the sideline. So that tells me Ryan Day wanted him to do that, and I love it. So, no, I don't think – I mean, yes, I do think he'll be in the box all season. I do not think he'll be on the sideline. You're going to do it for three games. Why are you going to change now? Yeah, I agree. YouTube, Wisconsin will not challenge our secondary. I agree. I mean, yeah, Mertz can't throw the ball down the field. Another YouTube comment, Auburn kind of sucks, but Penn State is decent. Penn State looks better than decent to me. I think Ohio State will win, but thank goodness that's not a night game. They'll get up for it regardless, whether it's noon or 3.30. It'll still be tough. Well, thank you. Nice comment from Eddie. Thanking us for the show and 24-7 and Bucknuts. Appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. Yeah, a lot of Sunny Styles comments. Eric on YouTube saying Sunny Styles, awesome. Yeah, amen to that. He is awesome. 
Ken Taco Hut, YouTube. Knowles is an excellent in-game adjuster. Yeah, that's one of his main traits is like he, he's great at mixing things up. He's a great at adjusting. Um, he's aggressive. I love everything about him. I love everything about him. Appreciate that. You saying hit the like button before the show ends. Appreciate that. Yeah, if you guys don't mind, hit the like button, subscribe, all that good stuff. Appreciate that. <laughs> yep, Eric, yep, 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 yep. Jeremiah, another night game coming next week. I know I'll be coming at you guys and again at, what, midnight next week, huh? Not quite midnight. Not quite midnight. It's still, it's still Saturday night. Steven saying Wisconsin has the same problem every year, not enough skill. Yeah, they just don't have enough speed. They just don't have enough speed. I don't think Paul Chris is a good head coach. He's not terrible. But it was just like kind of Barry Alvarez wanting his guy. He was like a yes man. Paul Chris, if Wisconsin needs to do better than that. Bexley with a shout out from Singapore. What's up? If that, is, that, is that Singapore Buck on, on Buck Nuts? Um, comment on the cornerback play depth and injuries from Bexley and Singapore. Well, you know, I think Cam Brown is just on a pitch count. I don't think he's hurt. Uh, I thought Denzel Burke played better tonight. It was very telling that Jim Knowles said that he would love to get Jordan Hancock back from injury. Great that it's not long-term because Ryan Day said that was a significant injury that Jordan Hancock suffered in camp. Um, but significant, at least that's not season ending. So Jordan Hancock has been practicing to my understanding. So they'll get him back eventually. JK Johnson's looked okay to me as the first backup off the bench at corner. Um, so we'll see depth is not good there. There's no sugarcoating it. You got to get Jordan Hancock back. I like Jair Brown as a true freshman, but he's a true freshman. Um, some of the guy, you know, Cam Brown, or excuse me, Cam Martinez has been cross-training there, playing a little bit of corner, but Cam Martinez had to be the starting slot tonight with Tanner McAllister out. So depth of corner is a concern. It is. But I think Burke played better tonight. I think Cam Brown's okay. Cam Brown's been playing great, in my opinion. I think they brought him out just to, you know, make sure he didn't get hurt. Proctor was hurt. Rick on Facebook wanted to know what's up with Proctor. He was out with an uh, injury. They're saying it's not serious. Same thing with McAllister. Neither one of them was listed on the status report as a game time decision or unavailable. So this status reports like a, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Um, neither one of those guys it's supposed to be, if you're not on the status report, that means you're definitely playing because either you're either a game time decision or you're unavailable. If you're on the status report. Both those guys were out. Neither of them are on the status report. Um, so McAllister and Proctor both hurt. Neither injury is supposed to be serious. We are hearing. Who will be the third linebacker? I don't know, I'm tending to think, I don't know. I mean, are we talking about behind Tommy? Because right now the, the three linebackers are Tommy Eichenberg is the man at middle linebacker and they're splitting snaps at will with Steel Chambers and Cody Simon. If you're talking about a fourth linebacker, it would be Chip Traynum. Um, you know, if you're talking about the third linebacker, right now it looks like Cody Simon's playing better than me than Steel Chambers. I'll, I'll say Steel Chambers is the third best linebacker right now, and Cody Simon's the second best. But obviously Jim Knowles doesn't know who his best will is because those guys are spit, splitting snaps, and he knows who his mic is because Tommy is the man out there. In fact, I was surprised Tommy was playing as late as he, he did today. I was like, get him out of there. Um 
Kai Stokes most likely doesn't have the hips or feet, which is why he's playing safety. Well, Kai Stokes is just a safety. I mean, he, he reminds me of a young Malik Hooker. Kai Stokes is just a safety. Oh, you're, you're responding to, to Blake Ninja saying they should try Kai Stokes at corner. Well, yeah, Kai Stokes is a safety, though. 6'2", 190, he's a safety. He's not a corner. Could he play there on a pinch? Sure he could, but he's a, he's a safety. All right, one more question we're going to get to. Is Court Williams okay? I think he's banged up. Nothing else would make sense to me. He played a little bit tonight, but he's got to be banged up or he'd be out there more. He's a captain. The coaches have talked him up. He was hurt in spring. He was banged up a little bit in camp. To me, that tells me he's got to be nursing an injury or he'd be out there more. Has to be. Especially a game like tonight where Proctor was out. I'd bet anything that Court Williams is nursing an injury, but it's not serious or he – wouldn't be suiting up, wouldn't have been playing at all tonight. So, but the way they were talking about all camp tells me he must be hurt. All right. Thank you very much for joining me uh, right here, right about midnight here, Eastern time. Um, Buckeyes. Wow. 77 points. Ohio state, 77 Toledo, 21 big 10 opener next week. Every week I'll be with you right after the game. Live podcast, what we learned live. I also will come back at you every Monday with a written version of what we learned on Bucknuts. Um, but every after every game, I'll be here on a live podcast, what we learned live. Really appreciate you guys for joining me. Thank you so much. Um, this has been a lot of fun. Thank you for the questions. Thank you for the comments. Great hearing from Steve Hellwagon and Patrick Murphy live from the Horseshoe. Really appreciate Patrick and Steve for hopping on. Thanks again to all of you. You guys are awesome. So much appreciated that you guys tuned into the show. I know you have a lot of choices. If you like the show, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Again, really appreciate it. Hope you guys have a great rest of your weekend. Go Bucks.